Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The loud frequency coming from your radio is not a mistake. Do not turn off your radio, but instead turn up your radio as loud as it can go. Do this so we can broadcast this frequency as loud as possible. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And welcome to another episode of Game Stuff. I'm your gaming gal, Kalai, and with me today is Roberto. What's up, Roberto? Doing pretty good. It's a nice Friday night, and uh, the night is peaceful. I'm also joined by Joe. What's up, Joe? Hey, my man. What it look like? We also have the Canadian himself back in the house. Corey, what's up? Not much. Uh, just put my uh, moose in the stable. Uh, now we're just getting ready to record. And we are also joined by a special guest, Andy, from Dual Screens. Hello, fellow gamers. How are you doing this evening? So, I just want to preference this episode, listeners. We actually recorded a great episode on Tuesday, and uh, the audio was messed up. So, instead of leaving you hanging, we are recording again on a Friday night. So, hopefully I get this episode out for you guys. And I hope you enjoy it. So this week's topic is we're going to be talking about the Nintendo Direct and the little mini Direct that happened. But before we get started, I do um, want to let you know that this is a conversational podcast by gamers for gamers about gaming. Uh, now, uh, let's go over to our backlog beatdown because I know that everybody has been uh, working on those backlogs one way or another. Now, Andy, yes. since you don't know what the backlog beatdown is, this is a competition where you're trying to beat games. If you beat a game, you get a plus one. If you uh, 100% a game, you get plus one. And if you buy a game, you get minus one. Now, if I play games from like 1985, does that count as a, as, as a point? <laughs> as long as you didn't beat it on that system. Mm, interesting. So the Nintendo collections yeah. work, the Super Nintendo collections work on the, them switches. Hmm. Yeah. What if I'm emulating an old game on the PC? Well, that's, that's not really on the original hardware. Yeah. But the question that's is... the PC version. So here's my question, bringing up that emulation. If I get a free ROM on the internet, I'm not paying for it. I'm not buying it. Now, that means that I didn't buy a new game, but it is an emulated version of it. I still get a plus one and no negative, correct? Or do we have to go to high council for this? <laughs> I mean, it's your backlog. If you won't have a game on your backlog that you want to play, and the only way you can get it is through a free ROM, I wouldn't see why you wouldn't get a plus one. Oh, sweet. So I can just what do you th- get a ROM on PS1, PS2, PS3, and we're good to go. Let's do this. No more negatives. For wow. <laughs> this guy is trying to work the system. I'm tricky making it in here. Wow, that's now also. I think you guys have a rule where if you buy a collection, each game in the collection is an an individual game, correct? Yes, so there's caveats to that, but yes. (laughs) So, what's uh, what's the caveat? I'm just curious. So, you also get plus one, or you also get points for beating a game 100%, 
And if it has trophies or achievements, you get a plus one for getting 100% of those trophies or a platinum trophy and for finishing all of the achievements and getting 100% completion on the achievements. So, so if they have multiple lists, yes, you get multiple plus ones when you beat all those games and 100% them all. One, one final question. Um, it, sure. so you're saying if you get something for free, like a ROM, it doesn't go towards a negative, isn't it? It's a purchase. If someone were to buy you a game, that's also not a plus one, correct? If I were to buy, let's say, Kalai, you know, Gears 5, for example. Here you go, Kalai, here's Gears of War 5. Because I like you so much. That doesn't count towards a... a that's not a minus one for her, correct? No, it's a gift. So it seems to me like the best way to win this is to have people buy you a bunch of game collections. 100%. Except, <laughs> except if you have friends like me who buy me $50 gift cards on my birthday to Steam and wish upon me great Steam sales, so I take a whole bunch of minuses. <laughs> Those are friends. Those are friends that I like. Oh, what's your Because they're helping me win. Yeah, so that reminds me. Great thing about coming home on my moose, when I walked into my house, um, I found a nice uh, sealed copy of uh, ghosts uh, sitting on my coffee table saying, welcome back. That was not bought by me. That was bought by Kathy. So I get to beat ghosts and actually have a plus one this year and have something that doesn't go directly into a negative status as I bought it because I didn't buy it. Wait. Wait, so your wife bought you Call of Duty Ghost? No, not Call of Duty Ghost. Ghost of uh, Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, there you go. I mean, because all you said was Ghost. So all I got was she got you a copy of Call of Duty no, Ghost. No, no, I have a Call of Duty, a copy of Call of Duty Ghost from when I'm on PS3. I still own that shit from back in the day. No, no, no. I think that, I think that game is like 15 hours to beat. That's way too long for Corey. What are you talking about? I beat all the. What, you, what are you talking about? Do you about? not beat long games, Corey? Uh, no, thank you. I was actually uh, sitting at 13 on the be legit counter. Thank you, Kalai. Jesus. It's just that I don't sit there and go to camp and wherever on my moose and bring 40 hour games with me. I'd rather have small titles that I can beat quickly. And I don't want to sit there and have a backlog and be like, hey, let's put 60 hours into one game. Let's just put like eight hours into multiple games. And then that way, I, so just before, you know, we have the, the tally, I think we should know what the person started at at the start of the year. Because, I mean, I started at a heavy negative, you know, 37, and I'm down to six. That's a lot of games that I beat this year. I, I'm quite proud of myself. I'm still going to be above and beyond that. So I'm getting shit done. 37, that's a lot of dicks. It is. In a row? <laughs> 100% not to in the way through the parking lot. <laughs> All right, let, let's go to the actual uh, tape here. JT has 85. Joseph Priestley has 51. Daryl has 32. James McCall has 23. Gareth David has 22. Tricky Mick has 19. Homer Gets Stuffed has 14. Uh, uh, after that, it's Glenn Ory with 7. Andrew Milnermoth with 6. Jim is at 5. Uh, William is at three. T-Bird is at two. Zachary Ledford is at two. Derek is at one. Joshua Craps is at one. Simon Brackva is at one. Zachary Ledford is one. Daniel Jones is minus three. Roberta's minus four. Veronica's minus four. Corey, you're minus six, but I expect updates from you. Oh, what are you talking about? Updates on, like, my pluses? 100%. Okay. Uh, Levi is at minus 20. And CJ Anderson is at minus 26, and I am at minus 64. Oof, that's, that's rough. 
It's a lot of dicks. A lot. <laughs> that is. So, keep playing your backlogs. Uh, my intent is to get to zero. Oh, oh, I see. I see. We're going to copy the Cory train here. Everyone's challenged to get to zero. They're like, hey, let's just get to zero this year. It's like it's like it's like having you know when you when you go through the year and you go through the summer and you get nice and fit and then you go through the winter you gain a shit ton of weight and your only real goal you're like I'm gonna lose a bunch of weight this year really all you ever do is get back to your summer body and then get fat again in the winter I mean it's it's just a going cycle it's just getting to that that nice even spot so basically what you're, but basically what you're saying is I buy a bunch of games on Black Friday. And then but, I just beat them through the year. Well, what I'm saying is that by the time you buy all the new games that come out for Black Friday, Christmas, and the new console and everything, you're going to be very close to the zero mark by the end of the year. I think you're going to be like 26. That's that's my... We'll see. We'll see. All right, let's talk about what we've been playing. Andy, you're our guest, so why don't you go first? What have you been playing this week? Well, let's see. Uh, I played a lot of Panzer Paladin. Which I reviewed on DualScreens.com. Shameless plug. Uh, it's an amazing little 2D sprite-based action platformer where you play as a giant mech, but also its pilot, a little tiny, little tiny squire named Flame, has a little electric whip. It can swing around from little hooks. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So if you like those retro kind of games, if you like classic graphics and a rockin' chiptune soundtrack, then that game is definitely for you. Plus, you can draw dicks in the blacksmith mode, which I enjoyed a lot of. A little bit too yeah, much. You did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> was it, was little, it as good as like the, the original DS sending dick messages to everyone? Like, Are we talking like that kind of dick? Or are we talking it's, like... It's, it, listen, you can get a... Level. It's, it is on that level. Correct, but it's you can get a little bit more detailed with it because oh, you have wow. actual an actual color palette to choose from. Holy cow! And add some detail to the cocks you draw. Are we getting like I mean, ball hair? Like, 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 are we getting that detail? I mean, like, listen, I drew a full blown dick and balls. I mean, I do, do a clean oh. shaven because oh, okay. I feel you know have it. I want to, if it's a weapon I'm designing, it should look pristine and presentable. And a little more modern, right? Like you don't want the right, nineteen. Right. You don't want to have a nineteen seventy. Like you know, you can't see right. where the dick is because there's too much hair right. on it. You want to have on like, bush, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to manscape yeah. that, right? Of course, yeah. So you know, we're living in you know the current year after all. But aside from that, I'm playing a lot of Ghosts as well for PS4. Oh, what a great game! And boy, that is just that is just a great bookend to a magnificent lifetime cycle of the PS4. That's just when I thought Last of Us Part Two was a good enough ending for the PS4's life. Along comes a game that really just, you know, as a brand new IP as well, that's just that good. Being it's Sucker Punch, it's a they're a great studio, but wow, they really, they really showed their growth from Infamous Second Son to kick off the PS4, and now just closing it out with one of the best games of the generation. Well, I find it's really cool too. It's it's. You know, it's a studio that kept on bringing us games that were built in a city that had people and tall buildings and all this crazy mm-hmm. stuff. And then they give you this right. game where the environment, like the camera feature in that game and like the environment's just insane. Like the detail of the way the, gl- gr- the grass moves, the wind hits it, like the sound, the the lore. Like it's just you. if you made me like you showed me that game 
and you said, and I knew nothing about it. And you said, pick me the first party studio that was from that, that developed this game. I would have never picked Sucker Punch. Hmm. Like it's also, yeah. Um, one of the best photo modes ever in a game. Oh I yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. So many different options. Like it's insane. Now, yeah, I, Andy, I have to qu- ask you a quick question. Um, oh, how sure, go did ahead. you think they uh, CG'd the uh, made that butt when you're going to those hot springs? Well, as a gay man, they got high ranks for me. Yeah, it, it's it, it's up there with uh, you know Witcher Three, but there in terms of quality, shape, this overall fluffiness. <laughs> but yeah, that is that is a perfect a perfect butt, and you know me. I'm a little bit of a rice queen. I lean more towards the Asian persuasion when it comes to my men. So I think that I think that's why I think that's why maybe it's like more like up to an eleven out of ten. But yeah. yeah. Well, I heard the, the, the voice actor. Live. I heard the voice actor like basically that was his one takeaway. He's like, "Man, they gave me a nice ass," and I'm like, <laughs> "I'm not." I just had to hear about. I had to see this, but I'm like, "What are they talking about?" Like, like. I've never seen it. And then I went to the first hot spring. I'm like, okay, now I see what they're talking about. You know, right. I'm a straight man, but I can definitely appreciate a clean texture butt like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot better than Norman's ass in Death Stranding, that's for sure. Yeah, that was a, that was a yeah, little too much. Yeah, he's old looking. Yeah, right. it was a little too much. So it's cottage. got baby handprints on it. It's yeah, not... yeah, no, it's just, it's kind of creepy when you think about that. That, you know, like a- plus the thing in that makes you want to pee and, and poop constantly. It's like the more you see of it, the less special it is. Well, thick thighs save lives. What can I tell you? <laughs> oh, what is life? But yeah, that's uh, that, that's it for me. Okay, what about you, Roberto? What have you been playing? Uh, been checking out the brand new Super Hot. There's a new Super Hot video game called Super Hot Mind Control Delete. It is based off of the Super Hot video games that have been around for a few years now, in which you're en- it's a first-person su- shooter where your enemies move at the same time as you move, and they fire at the same time you fire. So it, it's, in a way, like a, an action puzzler where you have to maneuver through your space and eliminate your enemies while they also move and and manage to manipulate time to your best advantage it's actually really cool the game came out of nowhere it was just announced last week and released and it's actually really neat it adds uh some new elements uh kind of a new narrative new missions new enemy types a whole bevy of weapons uh different perks to choose from it's a really fascinating game. Now, if you played the original, it's an excellent game. And there was a VR version, too, that was actually completely different to my, which I didn't know. And I need to play that as well. But uh, yeah, started playing that this morning, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Anyone familiar That's with cool. Super Hot at all or no? Oh, well, one of my favorite games. And time. on top of that, you know, I just want a free copy of it. Oh, nice. Good. That is a great game to get a free copy of, by the way. That is a score. Yeah, I also got a free copy of the uh, the expansion. Very nice. Good, yeah. So, like, because originally if you bought, bought the game, um, if you originally had bought the game, then it's like a free 
update for free. But honestly, like even if you see it at a, on a bundle for like 30 or 40 bucks, which gives you the original game and I think the VR game or the original game and this game, it's 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 still absolutely worth it. It's 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 uh I love once again the visuals and the and the overall like line that you know you're kind of it's a bit like uh like cyberpunk like transcendent humanity where like you know because like you're you know you're facing these enemies but and you're playing a game but it's not a game and it might actually be you know your brain tapped into everything so it's pretty cool um definitely would recommend for anybody looking for something very different okay what else have you been playing um i finished uh, well i finished one of the cases of which i i guess I, I i suppose i beat it um but there's like three other cases so i told you about night call correct or i hinted i i believe oh, so i that, hinted it out a previous taxi episode driver game is that what that is uh repeat that repeat that, that like, 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 it's like you play as a taxi driver yes that, what that game is yeah yes uh so I thought I beat the game last night. I suppose I did, but I think all I did was beat, play and finish one of the cases. There's four cases, and the one I did was the one that you start like they say is good for your first run. So I'm kind of scared at the other cases because I think that's when things are gonna get really like hit the fan with with um, who you're tracking down and who's the suspect and you know and things of that sort. Because once again, the the unique aspect of this game is that you're a taxi driver that can absolutely get a feel for everybody in the city of Paris and understand what's going on. But at the same time, you're not a cop or anything like that. You're just a, you're a taxi driver and you have to really kind of determine who could be potentially a suspect. You have to collect evidence. So you're kind of like a detective, but you're not a detective. So it's really, really fascinating. The, um, the, so as for my first case, the game was really good. I spent I spent about four or five hours total uh, figuring out the first case. It involved uh, a, a, a killer known as the Judge, and it's really nice. Like there's some really there's some moments of levity, moments of humor, moments of uh, of tension, and also moments where there's like real story, and you feel like this is something that can happen today with some of the passengers you pick up. One passenger you pick up, um, you know. Um, like has a crush. Uh, it's a woman has a crush on another woman, and she came home to Paris. And it's like you know, there's a conversation they have. It's like I miss her and everything. It's like, and you make the decision to actually turn back to the airport and have her take off and find whoever it is out there. And it's there's another person who's a cop, and he reveals himself to be gay, and you know, and and how what it is to to be in the department, and and no one knows. And like you kind of talk him through, like should you just tell people or not? Uh, there's also moments of levity like i said there's one person who has like um she like uh what is it that like when you like you, you emote like you're talking and then you say a cuss like a cuss word really loud like something like that so there's Tourette? or something like that yeah so there's a passenger you pick up that that happens and it makes for you know some humorous banter and then uh, and it's framed as you know as humorous as well there's also and then once again, there's also the fact that you're still trying to solve a case. So some people you talk to reveal clues. You can listen to the radio and that reveals clues as well. And when it come, boils down to it, you have to determine who is the likely suspect. So it was really neat. Um, so if, I think I'm going to tackle the other case tonight and give it a chance. But 
Uh, definitely a lot of fun on the Switch and would highly recommend it. It's also on PC. That's cool. Yeah. Anything else? Or are you good? Uh, and also, I, I mean, there was, what was that name? Of that? Like, I was playing that Red Skies game, which is like the World War One flight simulator, which is all right. It's also on the Switch. It's a pretty okay game. Um, just like it's, you know, you fly in different missions. It's World War One. You, you shoot down other planes. It has a cool cell shaded cartoony look to it. And the missions are pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, not much to, not too much to talk about with that one. And then finally, um, Damon X Machina. I'm still working on that game, and it's like just when I think it's over, it just continues. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so far, uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. All right, what about you, Corey? What have you been playing? Well, I mean, obviously, uh, you, I spend a lot of time up in the Great White North with my moose, and you know, while I'm up there, I only have the choice of usually playing. Um, Switch games and mobile games. So uh, I beat Mario Odyssey while I was gone. Um, picked it up, played it. Just it kept on holding me to the my feet to the fire to just keep on going all the way through. And by the I, I blinked and it was done. Um, it. I don't know if I'm going to go through it and try to get more stars. We'll see. But you know, it's a good game for the Switch. It definitely is a great game. Uh, Joe's got me hooked on the stupid Hyrule Warriors uh, for Switch. <laughs> I'm, Anything but stupid, sir. I'm I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to pull myself away, but I can't. Um, every time I turn on my switch, that's what I play right now. So it's a great game. Um, I I thought I beat it in Legends mode, but then I had to confirm with Joe just to make sure that you know obviously there's not more to do, which there is because obviously you know it's Hyrule Warriors, so. Uh, I haven't beat that yet, but that's a great fun game. I'm not going to talk about it too much because we talk about it every single week. Um, another game that I played that no one's probably ever heard of, um, I mentioned it, Kalai, in the group chat, is uh, Night of the Full Moon. It's uh, for mobile. It's also for Steam. Um, it's actually a little, great little game that is where it's a card-based uh, game. So it's a car- strategy deck-building game. Uh, where you start out with a deck and then as you progress through the game you can have a chance to buy other cards to add to your deck um you can uh take chances and get blessings that improve your statistics and like little perks and things like that like drawing extra cards that you're starting to turn or countering a card at the beginning it's actually a really cool take on uh, little red riding hood it's a it's a really interesting game uh there's six different classes. Uh, there is a free version of it uh, where you get to play as the knight. I did buy the full version of it. I just never put it in the backlog beatdown because then I immediately beat it. So I'm just like, we'll just keep it where it's at and just let it null itself out. But uh, it's a great little game for anyone that likes the it's like seven bucks or something. I think on Steam, it's about the same. Um, but they also have an adventure mode, which is really cool. It's a great little game. Uh, anyone that likes card games, pick that up. And then obviously, um, I got home and started playing Ghosts. Um, and what a great game. Um, my only problem is I'm having a Skyrim uh, phobia with this game. Uh, for those who don't know what Skyrim phobia is, it's wherever you see a something in the distance that looks interesting. Uh, you run towards it, 
um, and you really do just ignore everything else. Uh, so, so far, I'm not even done Act 1 yet, and I'm like six and a half hours into the game. Because uh, every time I see, hey, look, there's a campfire over there. And oh, hey, look, Mongols and bandits and everything. And oh, hey, look, I can get a special new bow. Oh, hey, look, I can get some new armor. Oh, hey, look, it's a fox to follow. Like uh, my ADs, my ADHD is just like running rapid. And uh, I- I'm slowly making my way to hopefully beating chapter one at some point here. How's, how's the uh, how's like the leveling up mechanic working at? Or is there like what's the system? of? So the way it works is everything you do uh, gains you uh, what they call legends. So the, the, the way it works is you're starting out as a a fallen samurai um and as you do more for the area uh whether that's fighting bandits whether that's liberating uh camps whether that's uh finding shrines whether that's uh finding weapons or praying or doing hot springs everything you do increases your legend uh and the way it works is you start out as a known non-known uh person and then as you go you get more legend points and then uh, you get perk points but you're actually not gaining when you level up you don't gain health and you don't gain more armor and whatever you gain abilities so this game very much runs on the idea of you really do have to explore like you have to find a hot spring to gain more health if you don't find any hot springs your health will stay where it's at the entire game um, if you want to gain more, um, resolve, which is like your ability points, you have to cut bamboo, like do mystery cuts of bamboo. If you don't do that, you don't get more resolve. So there's a lot of, you could technically go through the entire game and not use any skill points. Um, but they've made it really interesting because your character just naturally like as he's fighting more enemies, he as he fights more stronger leaders, he's observes them uh, training. He's able to learn new ways to defeat them, so he learns new stances. So it's a real neat way they have the game going, where it just seems like it's more natural progression. And I like the idea that uh, you get different armor sets that allow your character to play the way you want to. If you want to be more of a samurai type character, that just has more uh health naturally and has a little bit of a health boost and things like that you can be that if you want to be a uh traveling uh samurai or you're just wearing cloth armor and that way you can find more you unlock more of the world and uh you uh can find artifacts easier and if you want to be a ronin then enemies can't detect you as fast and uh, you do more damage to them because you're freely able to attack them. And I just unlocked the legendary archer um, outfit, which allows me to shoot arrows faster and things like that. So it's actually kind of a real neat way of being able to just choose whatever you want as a character and just play the way you want. It doesn't really force you to have to... Um, it makes you gives you choices, but also your choices uh, plays on your character, which is kind of neat how they built that a little bit. I don't know how it progresses into fr- fr- further in the game, but so far it's affecting my character a little, but not a huge amount. 
What's your opinion, Andy, on that, on, on Ghosts, with the, what you've played of it so far? You know, I've played a lot of games from Sucker Punch, and I'm used to the whole, like, morality system of how they approach their, the basic yeah. foundation of what their games are. This is a very different take on that, and I like how they didn't just rest on what made their older games so great. It was they tried to actually do something different with what what made their game so special back then. And I, I think it's still it's like one of the most breathtaking games and the gameplay. I like also that there's no actual lock on in the game. Yeah. A lot of 100%. folks complain about that, but I like how it's the actual joystick and the fluidity of using that and the square button or, or trying not to actually point who you want to attack. It's like an evolved like Assassin's Creed or an Arkham Asylum kind of gameplay. And it feels way better. And again, I like how the whole upgrade sits there. It's like, it's like it's that outside-the-box thinking, which I really appreciate. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. The The idea that, you know, at the beginning, I was like, why can't I lock on? But then it makes, right. when you get into those big battles, it makes so much more sense. And because you're not locking on, I find that it gives you that field of view where Sometimes I'm like having to like, I'm like, oh, no, I have to move out of this area I'm in because I can't fully see around me, which in real life, that would be the situation. Like, if you can't see directly behind you, that is an issue. You need to like figure out what's going on. And I like the idea that because of how they have the game developed, like changing stances and things like that, it's even though you're not fighting, you're not having these huge big giant you're not like some warrior that just walks in and instantly kills everything it actually makes you think about it like okay there's three shield guys and a spear guy and two archers shooting at me right now who do Mm -hmm. i need to worry about the shield guys okay i'm gonna switch my stance to take care of the two shield guys and then i'm gonna worry about the spear guy afterwards and then take out the arch archer right so it gives you those chances to kind of uh plan your your attack or you know use kunai and smoke bombs and sticky bombs and, and I, things like that so i also love the the entire standoff mechanic oh the standoff mechanic if, so cool. if you if you're with a batch of enemies and you have a nice successful standoff the rest kind of like shy away they're not a little more timid like oh shit should i fuck with this guy or not it's it's really neat well, the, the, did you ever, um, one thing I didn't know about is the timid mechanic is actually a very big mechanic. I actually didn't realize. Really? How, well, if you look at um, your, your ability skill sets later on, mm-hmm. um, as you learn more moves, which there's mm-hmm. so many, there's certain moves you can learn only from missions. So one mm-hmm. of the moves I learned was called Heavenly Strike. And it's where he basically does a dash forward that's unblockable. Um, and just basically slices through them like in the the old samurai movies. And if, right. if it's on a staggered enemy, it has a great chance of killing them instantly. And what it does is it actually cuts off their arms and things like that. So like if I I've had it where I take off like a leader or whatever, and I heavenly strike him and it chops off his arm. The other guys beside like I've seen shield guys drop their weapons and be like, I, I'm not having this shit. Like, I'm out. I quit. Yeah, and, <laughs> I'm they, done. Start, and they start running, or um, they, they, they try to surrender. Like, it's an actual mechanic that is really neat how it plays on the idea. Like, these guys are, like, there's five or six of them, but if you take it down to, like, two, and all of a sudden you, you chop this one guy's arm off, they're like, I, 
that's it. There was six of us. Now there's only two. I'm out. But it's actually kind of <laughs> cool on how going into battle, like there's so many different ways to play into a battle. Like, do you want to be that samurai that just walks up and you're just like, hey, I'm come and get me, motherfuckers. Like, I'll I'll take out your leader. I'll take out some other guy. And then I'm going to kill all of you. And then the greatest thing is, is if you play the samurai way um, and there's enemies still left in the camp and you mm-hmm. can't seem to find them, you can just naturally call them out. Like, right, I've been, I've right. been, and you're just like, hey, it's like challenge the rest of the enemies to come get you. Yeah, sure thing. And it's like, come get me. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, wow, that's that's kind of ballsy, but it's pretty sweet. But yeah, no, it's just a. I think it's just a great game. And for people that don't pick up this game, like you're you're just doing a dis dis you know you're just you just you should just pick doing up. a disservice yourself, yeah that's yeah, it basically yeah like certain people like Joe and uh, other people like Joe and some other people I know like Joe uh, really so Joe are you are you protesting this game or you just don't want to buy this game what's what's the deal here so I really want to play Ghost of Tsushima but I have like. 10 games that I really want to play before it. Like there's a, mm. there's like a huge list of like backlog games that I really think. So let's put it this way, Andy. I've probably paid I've probably played like two out of the 10 like really big PlayStation 4 games for this entire generation. Mm. Cuz I mostly play like I mostly play RPGs or other stuff that's not like the big 10 pole titles. I still cool. haven't played it for Horizon Zero Dawn. I still never beat Grand Theft Auto 5 on PS4. I still have to play um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Final Fantasy VII Remake. I need to finish that. I'm like halfway through it. I just the Last of Us. The Last of Us. I haven't beat your original Last of Us. Yes, <laughs> and I and I don't even know what happens because I've avoided spoilers for this long. So all oh I have to do God. is stay away from the internet and just live off the grid and in my hut, like I've Holy been like I've been doing shit. for this whole time. I know I'm bad because I play so many RPGs. And I do nothing but play Fire Emblem constantly that I don't really get around. I play everything, but I never beat everything. And like this, this year has been like this real big revelation where I've just been, you know, putting my money where my mouth is and just not buying things and just beating the shit out of games. Like I actually just bought my fifth or sixth game of the year. Like today, like I bought MLB, um, MLB the show 20. You're a terrible person. Why I love that. I, I love baseball games. <laughs> yeah, but, but let's remember, Joe. Joe also sit there and you know just recently put like eight hours, eight and a half hours into being Far Cry, Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry. Terrible. I'm disappointed. That game was you. great. You leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed Assassin's Creed Free the Slaves. Priorities seem to be all mixed up here. <laughs> so then, Joe, what have, what have you actually been playing this week? I mean, I beat Freedom Cry. That's cool. Corey said, "I actually just beat that yesterday." So, like, this wouldn't actually been on the Lost Audio because I beat it yesterday. Um, I've been playing Jack Jack X Combat Racing on PS4. That game's actually pretty good. I think Roberto, you have you have a little bit of experience with that game, don't you? Very little. I've been meaning to hopefully play that one day. I haven't played any of the Jack games other than the PSP one. So that the one Jack games. They play really, really well on the PS4. Like they did a really good job of porting those over to the PS4 and adding trophy support, which is always nice. You know, I like trophies. I beat this game called Erica, that free one that we got. Oh yeah, it's like a real life yeah, actors kind one. of a thing. Yeah, it's a survival horror FMV right. game. Right. Yeah. Uh, 
It's a game. <laughs> it still counts. I mean, but those are really cool though that they're FMV and that you know full motion video and it's like old fashioned. Like I like that kind of stuff. So literally, I was like, "All right, let's go on how long to beat and see how long this thing is to beat." Oh, two hours? I could do that while watching my ca- my child and not even pay attention to the game. Just keep hitting the square button. I'm good. I got this. So you game, but then I got you. Game of Thrones this. No, I actually didn't Game of Thrones this, and uh, I don't know if if um our guest Andy is aware what Game of Throning a game is. So I beat Game of Thrones the Telltale game without ever like looking at the screen. I just kept pressing the X button and moving the story forward while oh I was God. playing while I was while I was playing something else on my Switch at the same time <laughs> because the game was so terrible. After like episode one, I was like. Nah, I'm good. Just need to get my just need to get my platinum trophy and move on with my life. I'm pretty sure I did the same thing because I it shows up on my account as like platinuming it, and I'm like I don't remember ever playing this game. Uh, I put in like 37 hours last week playing NBA 2K20 because we got it for free, no. and I love I love me some sports games. See, Andy, this is what we have to deal with. Like he's got we we just listed off what he's got to play, and he's like playing some mlb it's, it's, and like it's NBA. inexcusable yeah i know like, i understand in your pastime you know like all right i've i've put like eight hours of last of us let me do a few you know a few baseball games you know just 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 to round out the evening that was a little palate cleanser but not you can't make that your primary focus there's such quality stuff and you're trying to avoid and see now what? i can't want i want i want to spoil it just to spite you. You deserve to have these no, games spoiled. No, no, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. Because I because I take I take care in avoiding spoilers. I like, understand I, The Last of Us Part 2 just came out, but Last of Us Part 1 is like has been out for a lifetime. And I'm, I'm like five chapters in. It's okay. What? I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's good. But it's like I have ADHD. Like I'm kind of like Roberto, yeah. where we start a whole bunch of shit and never finish it because we just can't sit and play the same game all the time. But but like, see, I just can't thing, do it. I've I've sat there and gamed with you, where I've watched, listened to you beat a sports game in one sitting. And Last of Us is only seven hours to sit. Not it's a fourteen hour game. It's not according to how long to beat it is. That that all right? So know. it's like it's like it's like a, it's a handful of good sit down sessions, you know, three or four know, hours and, per and session. I could, and I could do those hand long, hand hand, hand long, Jesus, <laughs> hand job. What <laughs> I could do those, hey oh, I could do those long sessions if I want to. It's just yeah, you I can. Like, I like, <laughs> that's what she said. That's what he said. But I, I can do them. It's just you know. And that's what I've been doing a lot of this year. Like, if you look a lot of the games I beat this year, it's just it's just tackling those big beasts. I, they're like the divine beast of my gaming backlog. Like, I need to tackle them when I feel ready to do it because I feel like I have to put aside time. I'm gonna get, like Xenoblade Chronicles 2? I'm, I'm, I'm going to get really close to the mic right now and say this. Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry is not worth your time. <laughs> and it's not, it's not a beast worth slaying. <laughs> I mean, I beat it already, so it's gone. <laughs> Right, but because he still he, did it. He freed that beast, Andy. He 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 had to go in there and free it. That's that's what you have to do in that game. He spent eight hours. Spent that's eight your hours that's your epitaph, by the way. Here lies Joseph Priestley. He beat Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry when no one else would. I beat Control <laughs> this year. Control was good. Okay, see, that's a good game. That's it's fairly recent. 
And uh, there you go. So well, kudos let, on that. Let's be honest. The only reason why he beat it is because it was only going to be on PS Now for so long. And he knew that he was going to lose the chance to beat it for free. So he purposely put time aside to beat it while it was still free. <laughs> yep. Beat a lot of shit on PS Now. Oh, what else did I play this week? I played Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses because the game's freaking amazing. And I love it. And Petra's my, my, my lady. Did you play, play Hyrule Warriors? Uh, yeah, I play that every day. I play at least one map a day. Every, every day. single day since I've had it. So it's like two years of playing a map you know, It day. sounds like if these games were on the Switch, it'd be a whole different story for you. No, ask Corey. I play way more PS4 than I do Switch. Way more. He does, but just, it's I, just when he plays the PS4. It Trust me, like I, it's, it's sometimes we'll, we'll, we'll be sitting there playing games together. And I'll be like, hey, Joe, you should play this tonight. And he'll be like, yeah, I could, but, you know. But I'm playing Weeb Hogwarts, so I can't join you. He's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, but, you know, I've only got, like, 400 more slaves to free and freedom cry, you know. Only. I'm, I'm close, you know. Yeah, I'm at, like, 170. I'm close, guys. I could do this tonight. And I, he's like, I, he's, he's I like, put in 27 more hours. I got this. He's like, oh, I've only played, you know, Devil May Cry 3, like, you know, 15 different times on four different consoles. I might as well beat it again on PS Now and get that plus one. No, I gotta beat it on PS4 so I can get rid of the HD collection. Come on, Corey. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, yeah, (laughs) hey, guys, you know what? Like, you know, I I thought about playing all the shitty Assassin's Creed games, but, you know, Origins, Odyssey, uh, who gives a shit about those games, you know? I have Origins and Odyssey, actually. Uh, yeah, have you beat them yet? Have you started them? I haven't started them. Yeah. I have too much stuff open. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the problem. There's too many open things right now, Andy, and I'm trying to close all those open doors before I open anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm beating Devil May Cry right now as we speak. At, literally as we speak. See? Here's why I have concerns, Joe, is I'm sending you a package in the mail. That, that package may be or may not immediately. contain more than one game. Wait, what? Oh, boy. So, oh, wow. I don't know about that. Joe, you better have your back door I, pretty I, open I, for Andy. I, 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 I may... Yeah, you better. <laughs> <laughs> He's sending you, he sending oh you multiple packages. You better leave that back door open. <laughs> I, have to, I, I know where I you have live. To, I have to make... Yeah, now you do. You actually do know where I live. Um... <laughs> You have to make space of all that shit and get ready to pack. I have to, I have to, I have to death stranding my shit up now. I have to make sure I have enough. <laughs> I have enough, you know, packages off of my load yes. so I can carry these two packages. So when I when I move two feet, I don't fall over. But listen, I'm all about heavy load, so don't worry about it too much. My, and drown myself <laughs> in the tiny lake that I have to walk across with packages on my back because UPS Simulator 2019. That was a game. You know what the best part is? You never played that. I have played it. I have played it. The problem is, I played it and I was like, I don't want to buy this. Gotcha. Have you been playing anything else, Joe? Uh, lots of stuff. But nothing. I mean, I played Dragon Quest for about a good 8 or 10 hours. I'm loving that. I I need to beat that quickly, though. Because I want to get... Well, when the package comes, I want to play what's in the package. Yeah, he wants you to play with your package, package, Andy. He does. That's, he does. Yeah, he just wants to play with it. All, all I think that about. package. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yep, yep. Kalai, what have you been playing? Yes, tell us, Kalai. Well, I went back and did some old school gaming. So it's very interesting that this is the episode you're on, the first episode. Andy, because I beat Contra this week. Oh my god. That just sounds yeah. wrong to me. <laughs> well, I got to use the spread gun. You yeah, did. Gun. You did. Now, the spread gun, but not the shotgun. It, it's it's Andy. I had this discussion with Joe. I'll be <laughs> honest. You know what? When I first saw it as a small child, you know they should have just he called it. Too. They should have just called it a shotgun, Andy. <laughs> they should call it a shotgun because that's what it should be fucking called, not a fucking spread gun. Oh, but oh, that's what it is in the in the in the instruction manual. It is labeled as spread gun, but it no, nothing, be, no, nothing, nothing about that. It should be called a like a shotgun. Should be called a shotgun. It, it's somewhat. You it, go die on that hill with Steven. I mean, if if it's if it is a sawed off shotgun, that's exactly how it be behave. Yeah, it sounds like you're really grasping at straws. There, you're trying to fit a square peg in a circle. I mean, if you shove it hard enough, it will fit. Well, this is this is. That's my one motto in life. (laughs) (laughs) I've also played uh, more Borderlands. So our good listener, Levi. What a shock. uh, I was going to say, Goliath playing Borderlands? What? Really? Oh, man. Our good listener, Levi, uh, has Borderlands 2, and I told him I'd play with him, so he said, okay, so Sunday morning, I was playing Borderlands 2 with him, and Sunday afternoon, I was playing Borderlands with my um, uh, with my old roommate, so we've been playing that. Uh, yeah, I haven't really been playing much, because it's been a bad week for me. Very busy. Did you play Monster so, Hunter? No, I haven't. Um, oh my goodness. I haven't played Monster Hunter in a while because I've been too busy playing other co-op games. Oh, I played Trine 3 mm. and was sorely disappointed in the first couple of minutes of playing that game. <laughs> Have you played it, Andy? I've only played the first two Trine games, but I haven't heard favorable things about the later ones in the franchise. Andy, I'm just the third I just one? want to come in just really quickly. Is that is someone strangling a goose in your background? No, that's my puppy, Cujo, making love to his chicken girlfriend. Oh, okay. Okay. I just wanted to... Yeah. It's... Oh, that's hysterical. Right. It's a rubber chicken that... Oh, is it one of those head... Walmart ones? Is it one of yes. the Walmart? Yes. Oh, man. Right. Okay. Quick quick uh, side note, side gesture. Every sure. morning after... I used to work at Walmart, and you know, that's like the worst job you can ever have. So the only uh-huh. humor that I got is when me and my buddy would work, um, they always have that bin just before you go into the back doors, because that's where I was. I was in the back. And every morning before we would finish from our morning meeting, we'd walk up to this bin full of those rubber chickens, and we both just push it down as hard as we could. <laughs> so all you hear is... <laughs> yeah, and it goes through the entire store, and then everyone would be like... just You just hear everyone just go laughing hysterically. It's 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 pretty funny. I mean, it wasn't as funny when my buddy... When the microphone the walkie-talkies weren't working and he decided to fart in one because he was so mad it wasn't working and then it was the one time it worked and so everyone got a fart sound through the walkie-talkie but i mean you know hysterical walmart stuff right but yeah that is that is quite the sound i mean and literally he loves that toy to death because you know it's he's in a hunting his hunting mode and i learned that dogs like 
toys that squeak, but it sounds like they're, like they're killing something. That's why they enjoy the squeak of a toy. Like they're shaking the life out of it, literally. So anyway, uh, uh, Contra and Borderlands. Three. And uh, Trine 3, yes. <laughs> um, so the problem with Trine 3 is it goes from um, 2.5D to 3D, Andy, in the third one. <laughs> So, oh, so yeah. See, I like that. I like that side scrolly like two D plane. Yeah. So, so you sometimes mm. you have to go like instead of going to like the right, you literally have to go straight into the TV, basically. Oh no! And then, and then on top of that, they got rid of the leveling system. Oh no! Yeah, that, yeah. That I was one of the stupid things that they did. Yeah. There's the bullet with that one. And then on top of that, you have to collect trine angles. So you, and once you get enough of them, it opens up the next level. <laughs> you know, guys, I love a good pun. But sometimes a pun is just so bad that somebody needs to die. Because <laughs> that, is, that is, no, seriously, like, a, a, a pun is, it, it takes a lot of craftsmanship. You know, just to, to to create one that's borderline dad joke, but can still get a good chuckle out of you. Triangles is someone needs to lose a limb or a family member or a beloved pet to make the world right for coming up with that. Would you say that he would make the right angle at that point? You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess in that world they have to if they decide to get red wine they don't have they actually have red trine. Oh god. Yes. I think you're trying too hard there. Or you're trining. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh boy. <laughs> when they go to Burger King they get try they get french tries. Trine. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> french trines? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try and move this along. You should. What's the topic of the show? You should. <laughs> so this week we're going to be talking about that little mini direct that we had, which is which was really cute and had some interesting stuff. So the first thing that they announced was the cadence of Hyrule Crypt of the Necrodancer. Uh, we'll have three DLC packs, which brings new characters and new songs. Is that correct, Joe? Yeah, who's eating potato chips? Stop. <laughs> For one, how do you know those are potato chips? I could have just... It's been... obvious. Stop eating moose oh, chips. I was feeding my moose, okay? I was feeding Stop him the... Dried, dried that leaves. Was, that was the hay bag that I was trying to feed my moose with here, because obviously I live in a barn in the middle of wherever in an igloo, okay? I'm sorry. He's Were you raised in a barn too, you goddamn savage? Yeah, how would you how would you eat your mic when you feed your your moose? <laughs> so yes, Joe, you were saying before you rightfully uh, called out uh, Cody's. Oh, Corey, yeah, Corey's moose for uh, eating during the show. Moose chip eating. Moose traps. Moose traps. Dried moose moose hooves. Moose hooves. <laughs> uh yes, there's three DLC coming. I believe the first one is just a character pack. Which adds one new character, and it actually adds like remixed versions of some of the songs. And then the second pack will add, um, 
I believe, another set of characters and some additional levels. And then the last pack will add DLC story to the game. It'll extend the story past the end game. I actually played this game. Uh, it was okay. I mean, it's. I mean, the, the songs are badass. Like the remixes of the Zelda tunes are badass, and you can't remix a better soundtrack in all of gaming. Like Legend of Zelda is like legendary soundtrack. I played the original for a couple of minutes. It's hard because I have shit. no rhythm. I have no rhythm. That makes it harder. What about you, Roberto? I did play the original and get the first dungeon and boss done. That was many years ago. I've been itching to get back into it just because that was so interesting and revolutionary and cool and also difficult. So I do want to get back into it just because it was definitely one of the more unique games I've ever played. And what about you, Andy? Because I know you're a big Nintendo guy. So I was a huge fan of the original. And just to echo Joe's thoughts, the soundtrack in this game is phenomenal. Um, but I like it more for what it represents, and that's Nintendo lending out their IPs to small indie devs to do some creative stuff with. And I hope that at least that we have now them giving them the rights, well, the rights, but the property in the first place, and now the DLC that we'll see more of this in the future from Nintendo because they have a lot of stuff on the bench that they could really put to good use if it was in the hands of a really ambitious and driven indie game dev that's if 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 you're if you're given Zelda if if Nintendo says here here's one of our most cherished iconic IPs for you to play with in your own little game universe you know it's going to be a quality content you're going to make because the fire's on your ass to make something good out of it and i hope now with this DLC and the game success that we see more risks like this from Nintendo because it's been a very quiet year from them overall. And um yeah, I think on on, on that point, I, I I like it what it represents. And also it's a great game. So more of it is great. Plus it's getting a pretty sweet physical package as well. That's right. Uh Corey, did you play any of the Crypto Necro Dancer stuff? I don't really see it as a rhythm um, guy. I, I mean I have it. I, I downloaded it. It was on my Vita. They gave it away for PS Plus. So, I mean, it was good. But uh, for me, I like rhythm games, but I like rhythm games that are just rhythm games. So, like, I like your dance dance. I like your, you know, I played um, I played and beat um, Amped, Amplitude. Like, I like those types of games. But for me... Sometimes. Oh, and you beat White Boys with Attitude, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I beat White Boys with Attitude. I was the one that brought it to this wonderful podcast and then told CJ about it, and then he got White with Boys with Attitude on his show. Um, you know, careless plug if you want to go watch his show. Uh, Push the Plat. Push the Plat. It took me a while to remember what the show was called. But yeah, yeah, cool little interview there. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, I do like rhythm games. I didn't, I'll be, I will admit, I didn't play too much of the other ones or the ones for Nintendo, like the Zelda one, but yeah. Final Fantasy one. I love that one. But mm. that was, that oh, was... theater rhythm? Theater yeah. rhythm's amazing. Yeah. Played a lot Worked of that. that shit to the Switch. Ooh yeah. But yeah. Alright, next up is Rogue Company. 
Next. Which is. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. You know what? Let's. I, it's it's a thing. It's it's there. That should be ignored, and we're going next. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. It, it should be something that shouldn't have been on a direct. Let's let's be let's. If it's coming to everything else, like, and, and this is where I really need to stress this. I don't know what happened in the last couple console generations, but lately everybody's like presentations and everything have been like, here, this is coming to everything. And we're going to be the first people that show you two minutes of it. And it's like, you know, that that rogue company should have just been something that like popped up and been done through something else. And here you go. Hey, from the developers of Smite, like randomly popped up on PlayStation like it did and Xbox. Like it's not, I don't know. It's a game. It's meh. You should be glad that you paid thousands of dollars or thousands of dollars to pay for the right to show Rogue Company first. Wow, Nintendo. Yeah, you should, you should applaud yourself on that one. I mean, to Pat be fair, on the back. To be fair, um, I have played some of the high res games like Smite and uh, Paladins. I, like I do Smite. like how like, it, it's it's an excellent high quality game that you can play on the go. Granted, if you have a Wi Fi capability, so. Um, I I mean I haven't tried it yet, but it looked pretty neat. Looked different, definitely different fan like different from their fantasy elements. And I'd say give it a chance. I mean it's it's I mean now like right now it's it's it, in kind of a, well for now but it will be free later that, on down the line. Yeah, they're doing that stupid hey be a be a founder a founder get the founders pack. Yeah, and you get oh, like God. it's fifteen dollars. I I looked it up and it's like fifteen dollars for sixty. There's a sixty dollar founders pack for this garbage. Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna explain it. It's fifteen dollars, <laughs> and you get the first base six classes plus. That's it, and then you pay fifty dollars, and you or forty dollars, and you get the base six characters plus three, two additional characters, and then you pay the sixty dollar founder pack. You get everything like before, two extra legendary skins, and then you get some currency that would be worth like thirty dollars or something like that. But from all of what I've been reading on this thing, everyone's like, I played it. That is all. Like, like no one's talking, singing the high hopes of this game. And and it's sadly, it's just like every other game that that releases this way. It's like even Smite. Smite was just Smite. It was okay for literally probably three to four years before it became, hey, Smite, it's better now. Like, I, I think that's what all these games should be be like fortnite save the world mode oh we had a battle royale well that's actually doesn't make it better now but anyway um <laughs> yeah it's like smite now with vanilla pretty much right the avatar they have uh the dlc pack with the avatar characters but uh yeah they you know i'd say just give it a chance you know, once once it's re- available to go, um, I happen to have a PS4 key, so I'll probably check that out a little bit later tonight. Now, is it a sixty dollars founder key or is it a fifteen dollars founder key? Like, let's. Well, it's 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 a key to access the game, and then it, it gives you founders pack. You were what founders pack? The founders pack, where you know you spend twenty bucks to get access the game, because right now it's technically in closed beta. Well, I mean, close unless you pay for it. That's see, that's that's another thing. Let's let's be honest here. I hate these things that are like, "Hey, close beta," but don't worry, you can buy a chance in. 
that's not closed. Closed beta means that it's closed and you get selected from a random few better people to play the game. And it's limited to so many people. If everybody put out $15 for this game, it would no longer be closed. It would be open. So, like, it's dumb. It's stupid. It, you know what's not them, though? Shin Megami Tensei. It's not We're them. getting to that. I not know. yet. <laughs> Come on! That's all I want to talk about! <laughs> I know. We're almost there, though. The next thing <laughs> was WWE 2K Battleground. Oh, this, yes. Oh, yeah! <sighs> Oh, yes, yes, yes. So, <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> well, I kind of see, I like this. This this game to me is more arcadey. It feels more akin to the Switch. It looks amazing and it looks fun. It looks like something you'd get together with your friends and play. What do you think, Joe? I mean, it can't be as bad as 2K20, and it definitely can't be as bad as 2K18 on the Switch. So, you know, it can only go up from there, really. Like, they have they have like the bar is set for them to just obliterate after the abysmal release that was 2K20. Can like now is it as bad as the WWE 2K20 uh, tanks DLC that's in World of Tanks? What? You, you I sent you a picture of it. You did not see that that they have W no. they have 2K20 WWE. Don't tempt me. I support in the WWE. They get my money. I don't... I'm a shill. Since since five years old, they've got my money. Spent three thousand dollars to go to WrestleMania. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> I know, right? Jeez, wow. Like Andy, yeah. thought you thought Joe left his back door open for you? It's like WWE has been rammed. At least I know I know what to wear when I when I come over. Just to make it a little easier for him. Yeah, anything at all. Vince McMahon, McMahon, (laughs) like The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, like any anything. Just just throw in tights and call yourself some weird wrestling name, and then slam beards against your chest and chug them, and that's it for Joe. Like it's. Oh, we'll do more than slam beers. (laughs) (laughs) I like slamming beers. Oh yes, that's quite these kind of beers. Can I come to your house and slam beers with you? I don't know. <laughs> Seems like a private affair. <laughs> anyway, I think this game looks legit. Like it looks like a Smash Bros. like kind of like type of game where it's gonna be a a four a four person four four person like battle royale free for all kind of wrestling game, kind of akin to like WWE All All Stars, which is one of my favorite games on the uh, Xbox 360 and PS3. That game was phenomenal. Like it took wrestling and like made it into like wrestling meets like blitz and nba jam it was just really good i'm hoping that this game can kind of do what that did i mean i'm I'm already excited because they announced the roster has like 79 people in it so it's got like a mix of like a lot of current talent and a lot of legends plus they already announced that they're gonna have dlc but i mean it's not the only wrestling game to come out this year i mean there's that there's the one coming out for all the consoles called retro mania which has really got my attention. And I met those guys at too many games. So I'm really excited to see what they're going to put out. But this this looks like a good palate cleanser to what, you know, everybody experienced with 2K20. Like, that was a total fucking shit show. Like, when I tell you, like, I've never seen something flop so bad. 
Joe, I literally had to sit there and listen to you try to play this game. When I, oh, I, I have no issues with the game because you bought no, this game. I, yeah, he I, bought yeah, 2K20 I bought full, and, I bought full, and I bought it full price. And I bought it full price. And he yep. bought it, and, and, and he bought it knowing what it was going to be like. And I listened what? to, I listened to Joe sit there, Andy. And when he was no. playing it, he was right. like, "Well, I can't play story mode right now because it will crash my console. So I'm not going to play that." But I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm gonna, gonna buy this game, and I'm still, and I'm like, Joe, what do you? you I, just, I'm gonna ask w- one simple question here, Joe. How how much time did you put into it? Actually, this year none, almost none. I beat the story mode, and that was it. Like much, I sh- literally just played the story mode. And how much time was how, it? How much time uh, in the story mode? Give me, give me, uh, give me a, lo- a lo- low ball it. Lowball it? Right. I would say it was less than 10 hours. All right. Ask him how, how much time he put into uh, 2019. I'm about to spoil Last of Us because I can't. Oh! <laughs> you put in 10 hours in something you knew was garbage. Can I just request that you don't spoil too? Because I. No, I'm not spoiling that. shit, Kalai. I'm just trying to make a point here. It's like someone <laughs> served you a plate of shit and you were like, all right, well. I, mean, I, 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 won't eat, I won't eat all of it, just a part of it. I mean, I watch WWE each week, so I, I, I'm, I'm good at eating my shit and like, enjoying it, apparently. Ready, they, could come out a game, they could come out a, with a game called like WWE Stick Figures the Game, and Joe would probably buy it. <laughs> It'd be like, look it, we've got like two, two, ac- we got two frames of action per character, and Joe would be like, oh, dude, two frames? I was just hoping on one. Dude. Sign Man. me up. <laughs> Sign me up. Uh, I love my. I love wrestling. But to to get up back on topic, this see, I'm not one for sports games, but I like sports games when they're not sports games. 100%. So this for me, that's not that harkens back to like you said, NBA Jam, NFL Blitz, or like a mutant football league. Anything that's like a non-conventional, hyper-realistic sports game gets me every time. There's a game called Dunk Lords that came out not too long ago. Which is like, yeah, amazing. Because it's like NBA Jam, but it's with wacky characters and Street Fighter-like moves, and it plays really well. But it's just basketball at the end of the day. But it's not actual basketball. Now, that was a really good interview you guys did with the developer. Oh, thank you. Uh, But yeah, so to me, this this hits that, that, that mark for me pretty well. So I dig it. I dig it. All right, next on the list, of course, is the announcements of Shin Menegansi. Oh, oh, God. You, you know what? You, you had two extra days. Wow, you that. Why, holy crap. Jesus, Jesus Christ, you just it's, destroyed that. It's even, Shin <laughs> Megami. You know what's funny? <laughs> is that this is a do-over episode, so you've had time to get the pronunciation right. <laughs> Unless you're just doing it on purpose, which I... You I, sound like... You sound like um, Greg, every time he has to say a Japanese developer's name on any kind of funny thing ever. He's just like, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like... So bad. Alright, so number three was announced, which is Nocturnal, correct? Yes. Nocturne. 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 Uh, I've only played a little bit of the Shen, the Shen games. You, no, you you can call them SMT, SMT? for short. SMT. Yeah, SMT works. That's acceptable. Okay, SMT. Correct. Okay. Right. I've only played a little bit of the games. What I like, what I did play, I liked a lot. 
So the fact that it's coming to the Switch really makes me want to buy it. I mean, you technically play an SMT game all the time when you play Persona. It's a spinoff of SMT. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's correct. So, Joe, I know you're a big fan. Are you going to be getting this game? Can I, yeah, dude? I, 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 I like blew my load. All yeah, the places, I just so can I come in for a second, Joe? I gotta come no. in. No, no, no! I gotta come bl- in. I, I gotta. He's, he's blowing his load here. You gotta come right in. <laughs> I gotta admit that Joe was right. So I gotta come in to this little bit, and oh, I gotta. Wow. Here we yeah, go. yeah. So Joe uh, had this argument with me that Dante wasn't gonna be in this version of the game. Uh, Joe was right because uh, this version of the game is actually based off the re-release that came out in Japan in two thousand and eight. Uh, That's the Vita, Vita version? Uh, no, the whatever version, it was only released in Japan. I guess and, the PSP or Vita version. Yeah, yeah. So what they did is they re- they replaced Dante with uh, the uh, Devil Summoner from the Devil Summoner series. Not, uh, the, no, they need to remake those two. No, 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 I know, but what's his name? Um, The, the detective, uh, fuck, Rudo and Gatto? Yeah, Rudo. Yeah, so Rudo and Gatu are going to be in the game, but not Dante. And the uh, Chinese market and the Korean market aren't get. They're removing them from the game for them as well, so they don't get any extra bullshit. They just get the base game. Sucks for them. Yeah, but they that you were correct. Uh, Dante is not in the game. Um, it's going to be based on that version from what the rumors are saying. And so we will get Rudo and Gato and no Dante. You may continue. Oh, man, you were wrong. What a surprise. I, anyway. Hey, I looked it up. <laughs> wow. I, hey, I looked this up and statistically looked it up, and and that's what I found. Okay, because I looked the I, I like to look up statistics. I was right about a lot of things, but I was wrong about that. Thank you for uh, eating your humble pie, Nana Nana Poo Poo. You were wrong. Um, moving on. Uh, this game looks amazing because it's an amazing game, and I don't care if they could have ported this shit. And I would have been like, yeah, sixty dollars, cool. Put it in my hand. Well, you, you have no standards, though. You admit this already, so I don't know what you're talking about. Listen, I have... I, I, <laughs> Do you? I Yes. I just like to play a lot of shit because I love video games, man. Sure. And Joe, I play shit. Please, you're going to be giving Roberto way more shit than me. Wow. Mm, wow. But, 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 just, I, Joe's just throwing Roberto you know, on the poor bus here. I, I, I've met Roberto uh, several times in my life, and... You know, I I hold his opinion of things in pretty high regard. And plus, he hasn't mentioned playing dog shit for 10 hours on this podcast yet. You have. You know what, you know what it is? Yeah. And you know what this is? It reminds me, like, Joe is like the two rolls of one cup of gaming. They just have two. All over the place. Yeah, he just has two cups in his hand. He's just eating shit all day. And oh, everybody... God, come on. Let's move on. So oh, SMT five, five. yes, yeah, yes. Why? What were yes, you trying to tell me? <laughs> oh, I was gonna ask you what you think of SMT because apparently your opinion is uh, Andy holds you in high regard. I do. I mean, I guess it looks pretty cool. I haven't played it before or any, take it any of them, so um, I suppose one day I'm gonna you know get around to it. But it looks pretty neat. I mean, I'm always up for Japanese. RPG and demons and monsters and cool characters and stuff like that and you know badass women destroying monsters and stuff you know so um it looks pretty cool I mean once again I I I would have to say I'm 
have no idea really what's going on in that other than that I know Persona is like a spin-off of that. So um that being said, um I'd probably play it. I I mean you should play Kingdom Hearts first, but I mean I would play the fuck out of it. Hundred percent. I I join I've been waiting for this for anything about SMT five for years. Just yeah, literally. Like, I literally, feel yeah. like I feel like I care less about Metroid Prime Four than I do about oh, SMT. Let's not say things that like we can't no, take. You don't that. know. Listen, <laughs> listen, Metroid Prime. I listen, listen, listen. <laughs> They'll probably take all the shooting mechanics out of it, knowing Nintendo. No, I, I can take. Knowing I can take a beautiful console version of an SMT. On the go excites me a whole lot, and right. I know I'm gonna I'm gonna pour hundreds of hours into it. I mean, it's hundreds. Game. Got a lot of replay value. I mean, I got Persona Five, and then I got Royal soon after that. I just bought Persona Four Golden on Steam because I wanted it <laughs> on Steam. Because Nintendo won't put any Persona games on Nintendo, right? And, and also anything that moves the needle closer. To getting Jack Frost as a character in Smash Brothers. Oh, please. Is all I need. So having two games, you have SMT5, which thank God it came back from the dead. SMT3 Nocturne, one of the best in the franchise, getting a remake. And I saw recently, it did some footage of it. Looks fantastic. Oh, I saw that too. It looks phenomenal. Looks amazing. Phenomenal. Wait, you saw footage of, of, of SMT5? Three. Three. The three. There was like a there was there was like a little Japanese session of them like talking through the game, showing the old, and then showing the new footage, comparing it. Oh, it looks so um, good. Looks really good. So yeah. And now, and then they announced five. Well, five has been announced, but it came back from the from the depths <laughs> of hell, apparently, from development hell. <laughs> yeah, five got announced when the Switch was announced. Yeah. So okay, of course, I think. I would buy this. Joe would probably buy this. What about you, Roberto? Would you buy the new one or would you play the third one first? I'd probably play the third one first. I heard there's a there's a lot of cool characters with that one, and there's like a robot android character that like people really like. I forgot her name, and that like she apparently is in three and four, and there's like a lot of like the world there is better. I think that would be a good starting point. I think it's a lot of everyone's starting point, and then there's four, which is on Vita and Steam, and I think that would probably be. Um, um oh well oh, i'm thinking persona sorry <laughs> but uh yeah um but no, yeah i'd probably get four is a 3ds game yep okay yeah because i know there's persona fantastic. 4 golden and persona 5 and then this is persona 3 right or this is shim i guess the shim megami so, so so the, the problem is is that technically this is I don't know. It's weird how they. I don't know why they decided to call this SMT three Nocturne. They should have just called it SMT Nocturne and just left. Right. It no, three. no, because it's SMT three in Japan. Mm-hmm. It was three in Japan. No, I know they called it. They called it Nocturne here because that's they didn't number the Shimagami Tensei games in the states until four. That's right. why everyone's fucking confused. Yeah, I know. Like, what do you mean this is the fourth one? I know. There's one, two, three. But but what I, what I mean is there's so many games that people don't realize are in this series that don't have, aren't part of the SMT series that are just oh good games God. as well. You're talking to the guy who owns physical copies of Nocturne. I own physical copies of Digital Devil Saga. I have physical oh, copies God, of yes. 
I have digital so copies of de- all the Devil Summoners, and I have Devil Summoner for DS and Devil Summoner Two for DS. Like I, there, there is Devil Survivor. Yes, but like there is just a lot, and then like I do own four and all that. There's just lots of SMT games that sadly get lost in the abyss of this weird numbering system and it's like the whole idea of like i don't know why they're trying to number it now i get it because of japan i mean because I mean, they're numbered now that's why i, I, I mean because there's four and five here now they have to go back and number them to make them make sense true enough i guess but it, I, I mean four... it's like adding numbers to star star wars after they made the first movie they were like oh we're making more of these shits put numbers in front of yeah, them yeah but four doesn't really connect really that well to three it's, technically okay but it it's, so it's still just the there? same thing as Final Fantasy. It's Final Fantasy. Just no, I know, like I know. I'm thinking that's what I am thinking about. Is Final Fantasy three and it's technically six? Like, yes, I, I get you. No, 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 no. You're not. You're not getting what I'm saying. You're not. You're not picking up what I'm putting down. It's like Final Fantasy and the fact that the numbers are numbered because that's the chronicle. It's like gotcha. Final Fantasy fifteen. It's the fifteenth game that they've made. It has nothing to do with like story. None of them tie together. See, see, well, I mean, I do, I do get what you're getting, uh, picking up and putting down. You pick up shit and put down good games. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh wow. my god, man, that was. I gotta go get the cream. Call the burn game. ward on that one. Yeah, I gotta, get, I gotta call the the the, the wambulance. So I gotta, I gotta get my Wii, my my Wii U Wii U Wii U out of the closet. Well, that that would make sense because you'd want to pick up more shit games. You just get your Wii U out of the closet. Wow. Uh, All right. Anything else from so, this lovely partner direct that we uh, should be I discussing? I'm just gonna fucking see you guys later, man. I'm just gonna leave. It's <laughs> fucking, fucking bullshit here. Screw you guys. I'm going home. No bullshit's what's sitting on your console that you have to play. All right, so let's get everybody's closing thoughts. Andy, what did you think overall of the conference? Listen, and there. And Nintendo's thought on this whole mini direct that they're going to be continued doing. Well, listen, uh, since I can read and that it was a partner direct, I was like, cool, fun stuff. That's not that's non first party. It's exactly what I thought it was. Um, Again, SMT5 really made it for me because I think I would see it because we've had directs in the past. And it's been absent for so long. It was a little out of my mind for, for a little bit. But then seeing it resurface was a nice surprise. So when you go in with no expectations of what you're going to see, that little surprise really made it for me. Um, they're doing more, and that's great. I like seeing more game news. It excites me. Um, so yeah, I would say it was, I mean, again, it was, what, eight minutes long, this whole thing? It, it's it's runtime? It wasn't that long. Yeah, I remember. Like yeah, right. So yeah, a little sh- short but sweet. It was nice. What about you, Roberta? What did you think of this conference? Like Annie said, it was short and sweet. It's, it's, you know, it's, it came out of, um, surprisingly, and it came, I think was, was well, like it's right now, as mentioned before, to bring this up, we are in the middle of the most unpredictable and unexpected time in human history with this pandemic and the coronavirus and everything going on. And there are going to be those salty fanboys that think, oh my god, we should have gotten an E3 level direct, and we should have gotten news about Metroid Prime 4, and we should have gotten a release date for Bayonetta 3 by now, but no, no one 
at all prepared for anything that was that we're in right now. And the way I see it, we're lucky and fortunate. We should be like, you know, counting our blessings that we have people out there still making games. We have Nintendo who can give us updates like this and that there are still plenty of games to play that it doesn't revolve around the big mighty uh exclusives it can just be smaller games that you never heard of and you know it's okay to go and, and dive into new territories that you never heard of i mean rogue company we kind of dunked on rogue company but that might be someone's jam for a while there might also be the fact that uh with uh with the updates of shin megami tensei which we hadn't he- heard from since winter of 2016 if you can recall before before the switch was even out i mean i think that's honestly great news to hold on to and so it's good. It's a nice little slice of, hey, we're still here. We're still doing our thing. Uh, we hope that you stick with us. And uh, yeah, you know, just uh, hang in there. So I think it was good. Um, I think I, I would like to see a little bit more and get some more updates along the way. But uh, I liked what I saw. And what about you, Joe? Uh, yeah. So I think this sends a lot of mixed messages. I know that I know if you could read, you could read that it says it's a mini direct, but like, where is everything else? And I understand (laughs) that, yeah, we're in a pandemic, but where is everything? Because everybody else didn't have an excuse not to have a, have a, you know, an E3 level, you know, presentation this year. Like where, like, why is Nintendo get get to be like, and you know what? It, It kind of makes me think of how like Nintendo's now in first place. Are they starting to get like Sony and just not give a shit? Because says who though? Console? First place. I don't. I don't buy into that. They've had number one console sales for over a year. True. Straight. True. Straight. Yes, this is true. Right. But but also, you know, they're also. But they're also the newest console. They're also also fresh on the market. So, and they're also the cheapest as well. Yes. Do you think, like, at the time being, right now, though, that any of that uh, matters for the time being? Like, we're in a pandemic, man. Like, I don't know. I I don't care about competitions or well, who's selling the most systems. Everyone's doing well right now in this pandemic. Safety and, and yeah. people games getting released, you know, okay, and, and so, just making sure that everyone's okay. Um, I mean, if we I, get a game, we get a game, you know. But all I like, can it's, say about the yeah, no, I get you, Roberto. But all I can say about the pandemic is like, unfortunately, and I'm not trying to sound unsensitive. Like, we have to move on. We have to get back to like not a normalcy, but like a sense of like pushing past this and not. Like, it still has to be in the back of our minds because it's still happening. But we have to learn to live through it because this is what it is now. This is not just a pandemic that's going to be here and go away right away like they thought it was. This is here to stay for a while. Why? Because people don't want to wear fucking masks and do what they're told. Like, people people want to, like, fight someone in Walmart because, you know, they don't want to wear a mask. <laughs> it's like, gone wild. But, like, yeah, I mean, more to your point, Joe, I just feel like I don't understand why... Like, again, I understand that these are very difficult times for a lot of people and that it threw a lot of, you know, a lot of folks for a loop. Like, how do we go forward with what an E3-like thing would look like for us? But this seems to be a very uniquely Nintendo issue for the year because we have everyone else, Sony, Microsoft, Ubisoft, EA, Devolver Digital, everybody. Everyone is doing something. And we've had a crop of brand new digital events coming up in the wake of E3 being canceled. So I'm just wondering why, why they can't have something more profound and more impactful than an eight minute partner direct or small ones throughout the year. Dispersed. So, so my, my thing, Andy is like all these, all these bullets are definitely loaded into a chamber. It's just, when is Nintendo going to fire the gun? 
Because if you know Nintendo, they've got stuff for years. It's all planned out. Half the stuff's probably already made and ready to go or close to done. And it's just like taking that gun and picking it up and pulling the trigger. And I'm like, what are they so hesitant about? Are they sitting on the numbers of Animal Crossing saying, okay, everybody's happy right now. They got Animal Crossing. Oh, you know, like, well, you know what? You know what? Like, you know what, though? If you think of it this way, do they even need to have an E3 like And that's what I was just, I was going to say, like, no, no, but Joe, you got to understand Nintendo literally since it's come out, you look at any console, it doesn't matter what you've looked at, even with the new consoles coming out right now on launch or within the first year. There is usually nothing. Usually shit. It is garbage. There is nothing. Like you get maybe five or ten games that are, like are okay. And everything else takes time to develop. The Switch came out and they went, here you go. Here's your games. Here's your games. Here's your games. Mario Kart, Suit, Smash Brothers, Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, remakes of this, remakes of that. Yeah, Everything's being ported. Like I don't think the Switch, in all honesty, like to give my opinion about this conference it's eight minutes of things that are some of the things i liked some of the things i you know could care less about but it's eight minutes it's not me watching a 50 minute they could do a microsoft or a sony and have a 50 minute conference and then everyone shits on them because it's garbage like <laughs> let's be honest people still shat on this yeah but i'm, I'm getting it but at least it's eight <laughs> minutes of being shat on it's eight minutes. So so saying, oh, it's, it's less, it's a, time less waste of my time. Exactly. And but what I yeah, it's not like that Bandai conference I watched for fifty minutes, and I was like, but that's my. But the other thing too that I'm noticing, and this is the first year, and this it's it's weird to say this, but I think this is the first time going into a new console generation where third parties are what are going to help support the first parties. This is the first time, like you think about xbox's conference like not the the, the one that we just like obviously we're recording this now the xbox world just, premiere the xbox <laughs> no i know we're gonna talk about this on another day but what i'm saying is like even the first xbox conference even the playstation conference a lot of games that are getting hype and are coming out right now are all third-party games that are supporting new consoles and i think right now it actually it's always been that way though like it's always been yeah, that way. You, you got to like, flex that partnership. But what I'm can. saying like, is, like, right now, I think first party companies aren't having to sweat. Nintendo's not having to sweat. Going, we need to release a new first party Nintendo game today because otherwise we're not going to sell switches. People are going to buy switches either way. People are going to buy third party games. They don't need to rush Metroid Four to come out tomorrow because sales are dwindling. They can put yep. out whatever they want and people are going to buy it on. Like you said yourself, Nocturne mm -hmm. SMT3 is coming out on PS4 and Switch. What was mm -hmm. your, what Joe, what was your response to me when I said, what are you going to buy it on? Oh, the Switch. And what was that? Because I can play it anywhere. And I can, I, and I can, and it's more like that game is built to be played in like stop and go like chunks. So I can play it wherever I go. And I can pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down. That's what the best thing about the Switch is for RPGs. If you, if you look at like all the developers that are like making RPGs for that system, it's insane now. Oh my gosh, it's, it's become the new go-to. It's like almost it's, it's almost like you just answered why they don't need to have any first-party things shown. No, but oh my point is, boy. You know, no, my point is, if you've shown nothing all year, 
See, Sony's done multiple conferences this year where they've shown multiple things all year. Nintendo's shown almost nothing all year. But all nothing. But the, since the beginning of the year, we've had the pandemic. And before that, okay, let's look at last year then. Last year, Nintendo had a direct every single month. That's 12 conferences at 45 minutes apiece. That's more than Sony they and Microsoft. They did not have one every month. They, There's no way they had one every month. Eight, okay, so they had eight yesterday. Let's say they had eight last year. Six last no. year. Let's say they had even four. They had four. Con- okay, so three conferences at an hour each. That's three hours. This year, Sony nor Microsoft have shown that. They have not shown three hours worth of mini directs. The year before that, Sony and Microsoft didn't show that. Nintendo's been showing things year after year. They've been showing more and more and more and more outside of E3 than any other company. And I think that's where they should be. Why should they come in and try to compete with Sony and Microsoft right now and go, hey guys, look, I got this new Nintendo game. It's going to come out in however many years. When they can sit there and let friggin' Microsoft and Sony big dick each other for however long. And then one, it's like the, it's one of the big things happened today. Microsoft had their conference yesterday. Doesn't matter how, we'll talk about how, what we, our opinions on that. But today, Sony came out and went, hey, here's the release of all the gameplay from Crash 4 today. By the way, you do realize we're talking about Nintendo. No, no, just, just listen, Clyde. But either way, what I'm saying is that they showed it after the fact of Microsoft showing their big thing. Sony's like, hey, look at our Sony thing. All Nintendo has to do is wait until all this goes past where Microsoft and Sony have their little big dick competition. And once they're all done, you know, dominating the floor and there's dust, the dust is finally settled. Nintendo can come out and go, hey, guys, now that you've heard everything from those guys, here's this big game, this big game, this big game. And there's going to be nobody to to sit there and not listen to them because it's going to be the only thing everyone once everyone fires their bullets nintendo's still holding a a 32 meg sitting in their gun right and i think just to bring it back to what joe was saying about all the bullets in their chamber i think next gen is going to dominate the headlines for the entire year and will take all the air out of the room so i think just to bring it back to what you were saying Corey, it's i could see why it's smarter than not to really because listen, you could show a Metroid Prime Four, but when there's new hardware coming out, you that's what Prime folks Prime are going to be looking yeah, exactly. at. But again, I feel like still don't again, don't, don't, like... don't blame the virus because I feel no, that no, that's no, what no. they were trying to exactly. do. That to... I feel like that's the thing to do, and I also feel like those people watching those directs, those are your core audience. Those aren't the people who who are playing like Sony all the time or playing Microsoft all the time. Or even gonna like look at those consoles, or they're the people that play Nintendo. That's who watches Nintendo Direct, like Nintendo fans. That's why when you look at their YouTube videos and they have like a freaking gabillion down down votes, that's because they're not happy. And at the end of the day, you have to keep all those new people that bought Switches happy, so they don't go to Microsoft and they don't go to Sony. What do they do? Go to the Vita. I mean, you. I mean, you could, but you're not playing any new games. Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy me a Ouya before this podcast is over. I mean, you could buy Stadia. I mean, at least the Ouya had like. Nah, Stadia's Stadia is had... fucking dead. <laughs> Stadia's <laughs> dead. I ain't coming back. I called that shit on the podcast. That is over and done with. Sorry, X Cloud Game Pass murdered that shit dead. <laughs> I, I liked what they did. I'm with Corey. I like the fact that it was eight minutes it wasn't i had to take an entire hour out of my day in fact when they had the microsoft conference i was really excited to watch it 
but I was at work. So and then I you watched home. it. Then I came home and me and my husband watched it at night. So I like the fact that they're doing smaller things. I think we're going to get what they were going to say anyways, but they're going to do these minis continuing forward. And it'd be kind of nice with everything going on to get that little bit of news instead of get a big burst of news and have to wait a month before our next bit of news. I like the fact that they're bringing back SMT because I do like that game and I want to try it again. I know it's very difficult. Um, I That was probably the only thing that excited me from the conference. But otherwise, I enjoyed it. So I look forward to more. All right. That will bring us to the end of our show. Um, thank you, Andy, for joining us for this. That was a lot really of fun. And I can't um, wait to come back to talk about Microsoft's conference next week. I know. <laughs> I like the conference, so it's going to be hard. Exactly. That's why I can't wait. I want to. I want to. I want to butt some heads. Oh, Andy. I'm well, I want. I want bloodshed on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <God. laughs> All right, if you do like us, subscribe and rate us. We're on Twitter at GameStuffCast. Uh, you could search for our Facebook group. Or just search GameStuffPodcast. Uh, we have a Patreon page. It's patreon.com forward slash gamers. Uh, we also have a merchandise store. Our link is in the show notes. We have some great hoodies, uh, some mugs. In fact, I got a mug, t-shirts, mouse pads. Ooh, mouse check- pad. Check that mouse pad out. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us, um, at Kalai21, that's K-A-L-A-I, the number 21 on Twitter. Uh, Corey is at the Grounded Gamer, that's double D, no E. Joe is Mr. TMNT, that's capital R, uh, capital M-R, capital T-M-N-T-84. Roberto's at Jehuti88, that's J-E-H-U-T-Y-88. You could also find us, of course, in our Facebook group. We're always talking in there. Um. Also, we want to, Andy, why don't you go ahead and plug whatever you want to plug? Sure. So you can find me on Twitter at PantsGuy. That's what it sounds like, PantsGuy. You can follow my podcast, Dual Screens, at NDS Podcast. I do two shows a week, the Dual Screens Gamescast. That's a uh, streaming show on Monday nights where we discuss gaming topics and get into fun debates and arguments. And also the Dual Screens Podcast. That's a weekly interview show. We bring on guests from the gaming industry, talk about fun shit, and ask them really weird questions like, do you like pineapple on pizza? Or No, yeah. yes. So, no. 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 See, this is why it's a great question, you guys. <laughs> and that's... And you can find all of our stuff on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV, and also at podbean.com as well. That's NDS Podcast. And uh, if you like our show, check out The Trophy Horse, which is also on our network, and PG Spoilers. Uh, I want to thank Isaac Sago for the logo, and of course the band Take Away the, Ug- uh, Take Away the Ugly for our music. Thank you guys, and I want to thank you, the listeners, and I'll see you on the next episode of Game Stuff. Have a good one, everyone. May the force be with you. You know who didn't take away the ugly? Uh, WW2K, whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> Wow. 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 <laughs> what a show. I like, Can't wait for next I li- week. I like you guys. You guys are fun to talk to.